Welcome to the Growing Your Financial Business, the Woman's Way podcast. I'm Robin Crane, and I was a financial advisor for over a decade. But before that, I was a singer-songwriter. And now, even as a mom of three with a teenager, toddler, and a baby, I run a seven-figure business helping women in financial services grow their businesses and make a bigger impact. In this podcast, I'll bring you financial advisors, industry influencers, and highly successful entrepreneurs to give you innovative strategies designed for women. So get ready to learn how to get in front of the right people, get more ideal clients, and be able to grow your ideal business so you can live your ideal life. Welcome to the Growing Your Financial Business, the Woman's Way podcast. I'm, I'm actually totally in the zone right now, Heather, by the way, because I just did like rip like 12 one minute videos. So you guys are going to get some serious energy, but I'm, I'm here with Heather Quizzle and I know she's got great energy because I've seen her speak on stage in front of 5,000 people at least. Um, so this woman is amazing and you are actually not in the financial industry, which is why I wanted to bring you on. Um, Heather is incredible when it comes to personal branding, when it comes to messaging. Um, so I'd love to instead of because I'm bad about reading this stuff, but oh, top 50 women in business awarded top 50 women. That's a good one in Idaho twice. Um, and I mean, a lot of other things that you can tell <laughs> us about because I'm, I'm not a great reader. So tell us a little about you and your background and then let's jump in. Yeah, no, it's super funny that I'm on a financial podcast today because like financial piece is like not my jam. However, I say that and it's um, by necessity become my jam in the last couple of years. I've been in business for 10 years. I got started in network marketing, um, have since sold that position and have been um, consulting and coaching for the last, I don't know, eight out of the last 10 years in business. And um, I teach women uh, primarily women, how to get their message, not only seen, but heard specifically on social media. I teach a lot of organic reach strategies and shoot like with pandemic and this entire lockdown situation, this couldn't be like more pertinent and more important because we can't, we can't network anymore. You know, you can't go to a seminar, a workshop anymore. And so having really strong organic um, reach strategies to not only brand yourself, but spread that message and get the work that you do seen by the right people. Like this is the name of the game. I love that you said that specifically networking, because that is typically the go-to for financial advisors, insurance professionals, and I guess everyone in business, but it's like, who are you going to meet when you're networking where most of them are just trying to sell each other? Like, even when there is no pandemic, I often am saying like, that is not the most efficient and effective strategy, guys. It's just the only strategy they've typically been taught. So, um, so a lot of them will tell you, I know the listeners out there might be, be about to tune out because they're like, social media is not my thing. Just like you said, well, it's not your, you know, fin finances or financial, whatever is not necessarily your jam. So don't tune out because you can learn so much from the, the social media digital marketing space. But what I'll tell you is there, there might be thinking, oh, compliance, and this is, you know, hard, I can't do this, or I don't have the time. So I'm sure you come up against that a lot, probably not the compliance thing, but what do you- No, I hear this all the time, especially when I'm working with people in the insurance industry, also in real estate, you know, there's certain things I can say, I can't say and shoot, like even I've got women that are in the essential oils industry and they feel so strapped by, you know, like I can't do social media. I can't share my message because there's so many things I can't say. Well, like, let's just be a little creative here. There's a ton you can say. Absolutely. And uh, there's a ton that you do say when you are in person with people. It's just learning how to transfer it into the space. And like, 
while those traditional networking methods, like I used them and I excelled with them, but like we just got a hard stop on traditional methods of communication and traditional methods of networking, like a hard stop. And we'll be lucky if it goes back to that way. So if, you know, if you're not thinking about social media, and how to utilize it at this point, like we're like you're dead in the water. Like I'm, I don't know how to say it any other way. Like this is the only way that we are meeting people, connecting with people, getting our message out there. And this this is the you know this has been the wave of the future. But like boy, did we just get like mega launched. And so, you know, I think when it comes to social media, I think so many people do feel they feel insecure, and they feel afraid. I don't have time, right? There's we got there's this idea that we have to be everywhere all the time which is not true i teach like i call it just pick one pony like pick one pony and write it i don't care if you're on linkedin i don't care if you're on facebook should i don't even care if you're on tiktok but pick one and do it very well but then the other one is well i'm not good at social media no you're probably not if you haven't put any effort into learning how to speak freely in that platform you know, one of the things I get all the time is, but Heather, I don't look like you. Like, I don't sound like you. Like, I don't have it all together. And trust me, like your clientele um, needs you to be exactly how you are. But there's always this like, this like block between like who you actually are and then how you show up on social media. And that block is a massive disconnect and it creates distrust. Um, and, you know, if we're going to use this, which we've got to now and use this effectively, you've got to learn how to um, like stand in your voice, stand in your message um, and let that stuff flow freely without the fear of, you know, compliance, without the fear of like, what will people think? And that's not easy to do, Robin, um, but I teach people how to do it and have fun with social media. And I think so many people in business just look at it as this like, oh, social media, oh, I've gotta be on Facebook, oh, I need to post. But like it really can be fun, um, especially when you're winning. Yeah, and I just, like I said, I just ripped some videos and I had fun, like I just get into it. Cause when, when you are your authentic self, when you are in your own voice, which I think so many advisors and insurance professionals don't have a voice because sorry to say, but their company doesn't give them a voice. And that's what the, the you know, compliance issues and all that. But still, like, you're not going to say, I'm going to guarantee these results or I'm going to, you know, you're not going to start talking about all the things you're not allowed to say. But what you are going to do is start to own your voice. Even if, if you were just to, you know, start doing videos like this and you're like, oh, they'll never let me do a video. I'm not even allowed to do a video. But if you did a video and you never even shared it with anyone, you'll even get better at understanding what your voice is. So you can speak your truth. You can speak what's important and more, and even more important than that, I would say to the client that you're trying to attract. And that, just like you said, as far as like the way they look or, you know, way you look, the way you are, whatever, you are perfect to the person that you want to attract. If you just let go of all that judgment and start opening up and allowing them to see you as you are. And I, even as much as the companies don't want you to do that because they want their branding, um, as we say very nicely in our family, you can suck it. <laughs> I'm allowed to say that's my freaking podcast, right? But like, no, they can suck it, dude. You know, you find out what can you do and start owning your voice and doing that. So what are some tips? Because obviously you know more about this than I do, but how do you teach them? And I love that you, I'll say one more thing. I love that you say you teach people to do this because you weren't born being good at social media. It didn't even yeah. exist when you were born. Yeah. So how do yeah. you teach this and what do you teach? Well, and, and, and I'm going to give you some, some perspective from both like 
a, a client of, you know, somebody in finance, but also I have coached and mentored people in finance. And um, I love you all to death, but you're being way too smart. Like, like honestly, uh, one of the things to develop your message is to imagine that like most of the people who need your help don't understand what you're saying. They don't understand what you're saying. And so they don't see that what you have is relevant. So if you can't explain what you do or the results that you can get to a kindergartner, you're not going to meet most of the population. And I'm putting myself in most of the population. Like I was never really taught any financial literacy besides balancing a checkbook, but who's held a checkbook in the last 20 years? You know what I'm saying? And so, so part of the, part of like, as a financial advisor, developing this voice is just like cutting out like all the like red tape and like super smart and all this stuff, like all the really high level, high vocabulary, like out there speaking to only each other in the financial realm kind of speak and like dumb it down. Like I can't give you better advice than dumbing it down. And the minute that you can like speak to the everyday person, like a lot of people think that, well, if you don't make more than $50,000 a year, you don't need a financial advisor. But I'm telling you, like, here's some of the reasons you need, or here's the story of, you know, somebody who didn't have it and she wished she had it in hindsight. You know, I think Robin, like I'm coming from a place today of, um, my uh, partner and husband of 25 years, Larry, died just two and a half years ago. And Larry was the financial piece of our life. He was the financial man. He traded, you know, he saved, like he made all of our financial decisions. All I had to do was make the money and I didn't worry about anything else. But then when he died, it was like, crap, where, like, where is our money? How much? I didn't even understand, like, how long will this money last? Like, what does this mean? Like, I see the number, is this good? Am I good? Am I fine? Do, right? And I think about all the time, all the times that people in your industry have approached me saying, girl, like, I see you making the money. Like, what you doing with that? I don't know, my husband's got it. Like, right? And how I wish now that I would have been more capable to hear, sit down and understand, but I didn't even want to sit down with people in the financial industry because I didn't understand what they were saying in the first place and it made me feel dumb. And like, that's, that's a huge disconnect for, for that, for your industry in particular in, in, from the seat where I'm sitting. And so the, the real challenge is how, like, how do you make it so simple and so easy to understand that you can talk to anyone? And now you don't have to worry about red tape. Now you don't have to worry about like what you're, what you're saying on your video, because you're literally just talking really simple, easy steps, but here's why, here's why you need this. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I actually, I remember that now that when I saw you speak and I completely forgot about that, it's, I probably wanted to erase that from my memory. Like, it's just so sad. It's like, I don't want to you know, talk about that, but that's amazing. Like that you've had to experience that in a horrible way, but that you've experienced that, but to come out on the other side, to know how important it is. And to also to tell the women listening, like the, how, look how young, if you're not seeing this, like, look how young you are. And to experience that when people are like, oh, that, you know, being a widow, like that happens to old people. Um, well, yes, and I totally was like, why would I think that this matters to me? Right. And, and I don't know how you would get through to somebody like me before tragedy strikes. Right. But it's the job. Like that's, that's where your creativity has to kick in. And that's where, like, if you're not getting through to people using the language that you're using, then we need to change the language. And this is a really a big piece of what I do in my coaching and consulting. Like, just because you've got a message that you've been, you know, speaking for years, 
Like if it's not working, then we need a new message. If it's not attracting people that are really fun to work with, that get it, that are hungry for what you have to offer, that are excited to sit down in the table with you and talk, then we've got the wrong message. And I think that there's just this, this disconnect. And I think I, I see this in a lot of traditional industries where like you're just taught, like here's the message, here's the message, here's the proof, here's the proof, here's, here's what you keep speaking. But our economy and our society keeps getting savvier. And I, I mean, savvier when it comes to like, yeah, like I'm going to go somewhere where I can hear this a little bit easier to understand. Like now, like, you know, being the smartest person in the room can often be a detriment, especially when we're talking branding. Yeah, I think there's so many things in there that are just so key. Um, I've actually pulled this out because as you were talking about that, it's one of the things I teach in one of my challenges is, is around stop using buzzwords and taboo. Yeah. If, you, if you know the game, I'm sure you know the game taboo, right? Um, but I always tell them, you know, you take out a card and you have to say, you know, get them to say that word at the top without saying all these buzzwords. And this is exactly what they need to do in social media and their messaging. It's like, if that top word was retirement, you don't say withdrawals, you don't say allocation, you don't say diversify any of those stupid or 401k even, or even retirement like, or the words retirement, but even like those, those words that are so obvious, like required minimum distribution, RMDs. Can you imagine if like someone's saying RMDs, like talking to you about RMDs, you're like, what the hell are you talking about? And so we're like, buzz, buzz, buzz. like stop saying those. No that's really annoying, but stop saying those freaking words because it's annoying that you're saying those, you deserve the buzzer. But that's, that's huge because it's like, you got to talk to me like I'm a person, not like you're pitching to me a product. And it's I was, not even just talking to me like a person. It's you got to talk to me in language that I actually use and understand. And a lot of times, like it can be like one of the things like I never understood what a financial portfolio was. I thought that was for like the uber rich. Like, and what's uber rich? Well, uber rich, that number is different for every single person. All I knew is a portfolio wasn't for the kind of people I am. Right. And I never understood like financial wealth and accumulating. I sure wish I had known before Larry died about financial wealth because I had been playing that game a lot sooner. Like I was just like, look at how much we're making and we can spend super easily. I didn't know there was another game I could be playing about racking up numbers over here. Like, you know, but how do how do we reach people when they think that that's not them? Like you start talking about retirement and I'm like, I don't even know if I'm going to retire. Like traditional retirement. So I don't think that conversation is for me. So how do we use different language? Yeah, that just the language that I would use that resonates with me that goes, oh, you mean that's what it looks like for someone like me? That's, uh, that's where it changes the game. Yeah, this is the same reason why or, you know, I'm so into target marketing. It's like, I have this, you know, clone your client idea, right? So it's like, well, if they wanted to clone you before Larry passed away, let's say, because let's say they want to get to you when you're, you have all the opportunity in the world, but you don't even know it. If someone had a conversation with you and started asking what you want when it comes to your money, you might first be focused just on making it. But then if they ask the right questions to get you to understand, like, how would that affect you in the future? And how would that affect your life moving forward? And what if this happened or what if that happened? It would make you, it would force you to talk in your language about what concerns you have and what you want. And now you can speak to you and attract you when you regurgitate their words. So I love that you said their words because portfolio is another buzzword that people use, you know, advisors or, or, or insurance agents use 
use it all the time as if it's something that we talk about every day because they're in the industry every day, but it's not, right. but it's not. Right, right. So true. So true. What else, what else are, give me some other tips on just like, how do you craft that messaging? Because it's hard. This is the biggest you thing. Know, it's, I think crafting the message, it's hard until it's not. And the best way to do it is you have to be in the mind of your client. And when I'm helping people craft their message, like, let's say like, I help people, I like, I don't know, what would you say? Give me something like buzzwordy. Oh, I help people um, build, or I would say like reach their financial, or sorry, um, what do they usually say? They say um, financial independence, financial financial security or something. Okay. How many of your clients are researching on Google how to reach my financial security? Right. Zero. Like your message should be the actual Google words that your client is using because now like you're capturing them. But like, like for me, nobody is researching like, you know, like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. My, my, I'm drawing a blank. But for you, it's it, nobody's researching. Like, how do I how do I get financial security? Like, how do I get time freedom? How do I get financial freedom? Like they're Googling like um, how to make a million dollars in one year. Like, how do I net? you know, 50,000 in the next six months. Like those are specific, those would be specific searches. And you have to get to a point where yes, in yes, you have like, I'm sure you have, do you call them products, different products and yeah. tracks and right ways that you can um, take your clients, but you, you have to like, what's your flagship? What are you the expert at? Because once you get somebody into like one product, like life insurance, one, like once you get them there and you've got their trust and, and, and like you're speaking their language, now when you open the door to all of the other things you can offer them, their ears are listening a lot better. Like they're leaning in now, but you've got to get them in on one first. And so often, like every salesperson is like, but I can do all these things. So how do I, how do I create a message that says like, I'm your go-to? Well, just, just sort of like the one thing, who is the, who is the main kind of person that you help? What is that main result that you get for that? I help 30 to 40 year old women learn how to net their first six figures in the next three years. You know, I don't know if that fits anything, but, but that's a really quantifiable, it hits me in the, oh, I'm, I'm 30 to 40. Ooh, I'd like to net that. I could do that in the next three years. She's going to show me that roadmap. Dude, tell me more. I'll sit down with you over that. But if you tell me like, hey, do you have life? Have you ever thought what would happen if your husband passed away? No, I haven't thought of that. This is not going to happen to me. I'm 41 years old. Right, right. And I think that that it's, it's a convincing game. I think a lot of times where they're trying to convince you or get you to think about things that you're not thinking about, that doesn't work. Like think about the fact, like my husband is not going to pass away before like he's according to him, 227. Like you try to tell him that he's going to die before that, then it's like, we're just going to be in an argument. Yeah, it's, but like, yeah, we have life insurance. <laughs> like we're not stupid. We got life insurance. We're taking care of those things, but it's not because someone said, you know, you're going to die. It's just that you, you got to go to figure out what, what, what's important to them. And then you've solved the problem in the way that you know how to solve it, which may or may not be what they thought was the solution. But when you talk in their language, they'll still want it. Um, that's awesome. Any other um, good ones to take home before we close off? We got a few more minutes, but just good tips or just even share other experiences 
or stories. You got good ones, I'm sure. Oh gosh, girl. Look, when it comes to social media, people aren't buying your products. And so often we get stuck when, well, I'm a, I'm a financial advisor. Like this is how I have to show up online, right? You know, gray suit, you know, blue tie, pearls around the neck, whatever that is. And to, in today's world, that's like the biggest turnoff. So when you're using social media, um, and you should be, um, I highly recommend to people that you're using your personal profile. Because unless you're paying Facebook for ads, your business page is not being seen. Flat out, it's a waste of time and it's a waste of your energy. And so we got to go to the where the eyeballs are. And I don't care if you're on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook or all of the above, like people always want to know well, where, where do I, where do I put the most time in? You put the most time in where there's the most eyeballs, you know, you, where you've got the most followers, friends, whatever you want to call it. And I think the trick is, is to really organically grow anything. It's not just growing the financial content. It's growing like, what kind of human are you? What are you interested in? What are you reading? What's your family like? What are your values? Because in today's consumer world, we are buying from people that we resonate with. We're buying from people whose values match our own. We have so many options today. We've only got two presidential presidential options. But like when it comes to financial, you know, when it comes to like buying skincare, when it comes to buying a business coach, you want to put your money in the pocket of somebody who like, you know what, like, I really like the kind of dad that guy. Like, I'll tell you, that will probably sell you more life insurance policies than like your smarts on life insurance policies. You know, it's that connection to humans and social media is called social for a reason. And so the people that really excel in that space are the ones that are just willing to show up to the conversation that's happening online and be part of it. This is how I experience life. This is what I read. This is, you know, what my family and I do. This is the work that I do. These are the people that I serve. These are the skills that I have. This is where my expertise lies. And that balance and that blend, this is where you start to experience social media being fun because like, and this is what I teach people to do, how to get paid to be you. And the way you do that is you just show up being you online each and every day, and you can get paid very handsomely. You all, especially in this podcast are in that financial world, but still you get to show up and just be who you are. You're going to sell some shit doing that really, really well, because it's you that's selling the life insurance, that you that's selling the retirement plans, not like the brand name or like, you know, the lifetime, you know, credibility of the product you're selling. Oh, so good, Heather. So good. I love it. I mean, geez, that was amazing, but it's so true. And I, I just, I think that like the biggest takeaway is show people who you are. Um, because you're amazing. I mean, the women that I attract, the women that are listening to this, like you have so much to offer and they're just, these ladies are just so amazing. And when I see them like playing small, it kills me, right? You've seen it with your clients as well. It kills me. And what people want to see is like that. That's why vulnerability is so amazing. And Brene Brown was so amazing to bring that to people's, um, to, to, to their site, like to see how incredible it, it can be. Cause it's so scary, 
but showing who you are is everything. And I think that's really vulnerable, especially on social media for a lot of people, but it's so important to do. Um, that's huge. I wish we had more time, but um, I want to respect everybody's quick, quick, crazy schedules. So tell them where to find you. And if they want you, uh, your help and want you, <laughs> probably some, some out there who want you to, um, but tell them where to find you and, and what's the best way to keep in touch. Yeah, I uh, ride my single pony over at uh, Facebook. That's my jam. You'll find me at Heather Quizzle slash Brown. I'm now remarried. And um, you can, if you want more on uh, social media and how to optimize your profile, I do a 14 day challenge. We're kicking off here soon. So you can just go to heatherquizzle.com forward slash challenge and get into the next one there. Um, or just email me, heather at heatherquizzle.com. And I can vouch for that because I saw you speak at Funnel Hacking Live and I, I came up to you randomly and I'm like, hey, um, you're amazing. Can I interview you? And you didn't know anything about my success or anything like that. And you said yes before you knew that. So um, she's very approachable. Heather is just amazing. And so go and do her challenge. Like, that's awesome. Keep an eye out for that because everyone should do that. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Heather. And thank you all of you who are here to listen. And we'll see you next time on the Growing Your Financial Business, The Woman's Way podcast. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>